everyone. My name is Virginia Dwan, also known as Mandarin Mama, and I'm the host of this podcast, the Nuna Army Podcast, which is basically where I discuss the particular aspects and challenges of being a middle-aged BTS fan. I It's been a while, um, and so I just wanted to give you guys a quick update on what's going on. Uh, I'm... Uh, so the reason why I had to skip a few episodes is... Uh, I was away at a conference called the Alt Summit, and that was in Palm Springs, and that was the first week of March, and I can't, that was three weeks ago, so I guess I've, it's been about, I've had two weeks break, I guess, um, and then my friend had to go to the hospital, to the ER, and I, I've known her since the seventh grade, so I did not want her to be by herself in a, in a strange city without her family and friends in the ER. And it was pretty serious. So she was hospitalized for three or four days. And so I stayed with her in the hospital. Uh, still managed to go to some things at the conference. And then I came home and I was exhausted. So the conference was about a week. I had a drive from the Bay Area to Palm Springs and then back. Um, did a lot of cool things. Um, and then um, then I went to the Eric Nam concert. And then the, day, the next morning, San Francisco got locked down. And then the week later... Um, California, well, the counties in the Bay Area, six counties, were put into shelter in place by the end of that week. And then now all of California has been put in shelter in place or something to that effect. So what I, I was originally going to talk about a lot of other things, uh, but mostly I want to talk about um, using BTS for comfort and to feel better. Um, it's a concept that RM has talked about of, Lots of times, uh, he's yeah. And his ending mentions, I think, for was it Wembley? It was either Wembley or City Field, where he said, you know, use me, use us, um, even if he makes us feel one percent, two percent, three percent better, um, then he will consider it a good thing. And that he also that they also use us uh, to feel better as well. So I'm going to talk about kind of some of the ways that I've used BTS to. Uh, lessen anxiety and find comfort and then sometimes ways that I actually have to take a break from BTS because it did not help my anxiety <laughs> or, give, or bring me comfort. Uh, we'll try to keep it as PG-13 as possible because uh, no one really actually wants to hear dirty things um, but uh, or maybe you do but I'm not gonna go there. Uh, I know it's confusing. I, I am a TMI type of person but um, oh oh incidentally this is uh, Eric Nam merch. Last piece of merch I'll probably buy for a while. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so one of the ways that I find comfort is I just, you know, sometimes your brain just needs to shut off. And thank goodness BTS provides a lot of content to shut off. So whether it's um, consuming their, like, dance practices or actually I like, I like watching their Run BTS episodes. I have a, some of the backlog of their, like, season packages that I kind of save up for times like this. Uh, so I'm catching up on those. There's a bunch of V-Lives I have not caught up on. I think since maybe Jimin's birthday. Maybe even RM's birthday. Maybe even JK's birthday. I'll have to check. But it's been a while because usually what I do is I read the live translations. And then so I get the gist of it and I kind of know what happens. But I haven't had a chance really to watch all that content. Um, mostly because I've been trying to write uh, and... One of the things that I know for myself is that if I keep putting off act things that I actually have to do, and then my anxiety will ramp up 
until I finally do them. So sometimes it's just better to do the things that I've been procrastinating. Uh, otherwise, I just, um, my anxiety keeps going higher and I get really stressed out and I yell at my kids. And I, I've been trying very hard not to yell at my kids. <laughs> I mean, I, I yell at my kids, but uh, in a way that um, I used to do that wasn't very good. Um, since the new year has started, um, a lot of it actually is because of the YouTube channel and then, um, and this podcast, I have been wanting to do this podcast and, uh, reaction videos for years, probably about two years, maybe almost actually, even from the very start, when I started getting into BTS and talking to people about K-pop, all of my friends said, you should start doing reaction videos or, Hey, you should have a podcast about it. Cause you talk about BTS all the time. And I just never did it. And I was just really, I really wanted to, but part of me was like, who, who cares what I think? Like who's going to care what a middle-aged Asian woman's going to say? They're either going to think like, of course, so everyone knows there's a hierarchy of like YouTube reactors, right? And I'm not saying this to be mean or awful. Um, but it's just the reality. And there's certain people that, uh, army wants to see react. Um, and that's okay. I think, I think it's totally normal. And, and I feel like being Asian and middle-aged is kind of on the lower end of the, like, it's Asian and not Korean, right? Like, I think if I was Korean, it'd be more interesting. Um, but since I'm just like non-Korean Asian, <laughs> Taiwanese, Taiwanese American, um, it's not as interesting, right? I feel like it's either expected that I would like K-pop, which totally was not, or, or that, you know, I mean, I feel like people would write me off. So, um, now whether that's the case, whether that's justified or not, I, I don't really have an opinion on that. I think People like what they like, right? Like, you can't help that, I think. Um, and I'm not upset about it or anything. I, I'm just very realistic about about things. But for me, it was very... I really wanted to do these things, um, but I was scared, and I didn't want... And I didn't want to look stupid. I didn't want to learn a new thing. I think I had asked one of my friends who also does reaction videos, like, at least 10 times how to do a reaction video. <laughs> And every time she just patiently explained it to me and I'd be like, how do you do it again? Um, and then finally, I just, because 2020, my, my word of the year is bold. I decided to just, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do it. And so when Interlude Shadow came out, I just happened to be awake and I was like, you know, I was going to watch it. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to record it. Done is better than perfect. And I'll figure it out. And so I figured it out. My friend helped me a lot. She's actually going to be reacting. We're going to be filming some reaction videos together uh, in a few days. So I'm excited about that. But um, but yeah, so I just, I, I gave it a shot and it took off. Um, I mean, I'm by no means like the go-to YouTuber, but I feel like I've kind of found my niche. I'm still finding my way, but I'm very, I was very, very anxious about it. Um, so pretty much starting... Actually, even at the end of 2019, I was writing stuff about being a middle-aged BTS fan and that was starting to take off and I was feeling more comfortable with talking about BTS and my my undying love for them. Um, but I was still kind of nervous. Um, and I know it seems like I'm kind of shameless on my channel because I'm, I'm kind of a shameless person, I feel. Um, but I, it was really, it's still been very um, hard for me. And so... Uh, because it feels very vulnerable. Um, and I've talked about it before about 
being a woman who wants and it's being is very vulnerable to want things and to state like oh hey, hey i want to be famous or hey i want to talk about bts hey i want to interview bts uh in person or hey I, these are the things that i want i'm going to go after them uh because i feel like the world just asks you like who the hell do you think you are right and so because of that ever since the new year i, I apologize for the noise my kids are uh, have been banished off screens for the day or for for the moment and they're running around but um it's been uh, i've been very anxious I, i've had trouble sleeping uh, i've had a lot of difficulty falling asleep and then once i fall asleep it's hard to stay asleep i've awakened in kind of a semi-panic um every hour or two um and it, and i also had all these writing deadlines and i was just kind of freaking out on how to like manage content for the videos and then also write because that's what I got paid for. Um, and then the better the channel performed and the videos performed, the more like freaked out I got. Cause then I was like, well, I don't want to lose that momentum. And I was just really afraid. And then at the end of January, I also won second place in the courage to earn, um, business pitch contest. So I won $1,500 towards, um, a retreat to put on for Asian Pacific Islander Desi Americans who are creatives and influencers called Brazen Asian. And I'm also incredibly terrified about that because like, oh crap, now I have to put my money where my mouth is. This is all just to say that I've been really, really anxious a lot and it also has dovetailed in with BTS because now sometimes I experience anxiety when BTS comes out with new content because I feel like, oh, now I have to react to it. Um, which I do want to because I enjoy it, right? Um, but my whole point is that I've had a lot of anxiety <laughs> and uh, it's gotten a little bit better as my competence has hopefully gotten better and I've gotten more used to the um, new things. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I think I had several panic attacks or not, not the kind of panic attacks where you can't breathe and you can't um, think, but just like mild anxiety attacks where like my brain was just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And like, all I could think of was like the most awful worst case scenarios. And now with the coronavirus thing going on, um, I've been trying really, really hard to avoid reading the news. Um, and so yeah, uh, my, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's really difficult. <laughs> um, so, so again, I feel like it's, it's kind of a perfect, topic to talk about. So I, I say all this not because I want you to feel sorry for me, but just the fact that um, I do deal with anxiety. Sometimes it's, it's or like really anxious thoughts and they're repetitive. Um, I think it's called perseverating, but I don't think it's to that level, if that makes sense. Um, and, uh, but that I try to, um, I try not to consume too much of the news. So what I do, again, is I, I consume BTS content. So whether it's looking at old videos, creating content. So ironically, creating all this content for the channel during this time of anxiety now, uh, especially for the last week or two, has been calming for me. It's been... Um, so it's, it's gone from like an anxiety thing to like calming uh, because it's something that I can do. It's It doesn't require... It's, it's something I enjoy doing. I like talking about BTS. I love sharing about BTS to my friends. So it's been helpful, I think. Um, I'm totally rambling and I apologize, but that's one way I use BTS. So like I either create content. So another way that I've been using BTS to, you know, to feel better is that 
I'm creating content around them. Uh, and I, and I, I've done that before and I just, it's been calming because it reminds me of the reasons why I love them and why, um, why other people, like, I think what it is, is that it reminds me of the good things that make me happy. And so it's like a feedback loop. So I'm, I'm talking about the things that make me happy. I'm talking about them to my friends or to fellow fans of BTS. And so it's just a constant feedback loop of like positivity. And then it helps that ARMY is so creative, right? There's just so many like ridiculous memes out there. Um, and I, again, I tried to avoid toxic fans and like drama. So I ignore most of that and I, I pretend I don't see it. Um, so it's been, it's, it's been very healing for me. Uh, other ways that I uh, use BTS is I read a lot of fanfics. Now, <laughs> yes, a lot of them are like, you know, not safe for children. Uh, but mostly I, I'm reading it for the story. So I really like, so it's just, so yeah, I consume a lot of fanfics. And, um, and uh, but well-written ones. And there's certain authors that I prefer. So I've read a lot of those. Um, and, and a lot of, another way that I've used BTS is that I've used my friends who are BTS fans. Um, and we, I have two main, uh, group chats that I, I talk to, uh, and on a daily basis and we check in with each other. We don't just talk about BTS, but, uh, we talk about our lives, our kids, our families, um, our jobs. Um, one of them is from, uh, we were actually all going to meet up um, at the Rose Bowl concerts this year, but now that this pandemic <laughs> has taken over the United States, we will probably not be seeing each other, but we were going to all meet up and it would have been really cool. And we had all originally met because of the Rose Bowl concerts last year. So it was a, it would have been a nice full circle type of thing. So we're all actually very sad about it. Uh, and then the other group chat was from... A group of ladies uh, that we all met in a another group, a previous group chat uh, from another YouTuber's channel, and so we all got along very well, and we enjoy each other. And it's an international group of ladies, and we're all older. And yeah, it's been it's been I've learned a lot about other countries and other fans and how people live their lives, and I've just been so it's technically not BTS because. Obviously, the only, the, like, we got to get, but, but I consider it uh, under the aegis of BTS because we're all ARMY. We all talk about BTS all the time. We use and we share news about BTS and memes and fun things. Um, and then beyond that, I just, I think that I find the music very comforting. Um, I've been, I really have been listening to V's Sweet Night a lot on repeat and Lao's, uh Who with uh, JK and Jimin on it a lot and those songs have been very 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 comforting um especially on repeat so i feel like that's been that's how i use bts other people create fan art they write fan fiction um and i love the fan art and i'm just always amazed at people who can um who can uh create things they can draw i'm like so terrible at it and then another way that I think that I've used BTS is that I find their lyrics very comforting. Their, their lyrics um, remind me of 
the things that I want, the things that I love. Uh, the They remind me of being honest and uh, honest about what I want, honest being a real person versus being fake. Um, and like they're just good ways to channel anger or frustration and sadness. And I just love, love their lyrics. I mean, that's actually what got me. I mean, I probably would have loved them anyway. Their lyrics weren't so poignant um, because their personalities are so charismatic. But the fact that their lyrics are deeper, on a deeper level, that that really grabs to me. And I find that very comforting. And that, that, just, that RM is just so deep and that sugar is just so raw and honest and blunt. And I find great comfort in the ways that they interact with us on Weverse. So yeah, I find their lyrics very comforting. Uh, and their personality is very soothing and comforting. Like all the content that they create, like run BTS episodes, I use them as rewards to like either finish something or get through something. Um, and then just the act of sharing BTS with my friends has been healing and comforting. Um, some people like their webtoons and I or like the Bangtan universe. I can't deal with that because I don't find that comforting at all. <laughs> but. Um, but even just the things that they have introduced me to, like Epic High, Eric Nam, all these like different types of dramas and books and um, just concepts, I feel like, that they talk about and just different cultures. And so I find that very comforting as well. This has been really kind of a rambly episode, but I suppose that all of my episodes are kind of rambly. Um, but... Yeah, those are just some of the ways. Oh, I've been on podcasts. I was invited to be on another podcast, the K-pop cast uh, episode to talk about BTS. And so I feel like they're all related to BTS in a way that I've used for healing, like learning Korean or um, meeting friends or just diving deeper into things. Um, or just there's a whole community and a whole aspect of the web that I never knew existed Um I feel like those things have I've used to help me feel better and help cope with anxiety or I mean seriously BTS was a huge reason why I made it through uh, my midlife crisis two years ago when I wanted to burn my whole world down um, part of it was just to consume content so I needed the Wi-Fi in my house but a lot of it was just because I felt like their struggles with identity their honesty and their um, their realness with their their concerns and their fears it mirrored and matched my concerns and fears so I didn't feel alone and then I didn't and even though they're like 20 years younger than me and I guess I could have taken it as like oh they're dealing with this shit so much earlier than I did there I, I could have used it as a way to make myself feel bad but instead I chose it to chose to use it as like inspiration and as an impetus to get what I want and so those are just some of the ways that I've used BTS for healing and comfort. Um, and you know, it's sometimes it's that simple. I used to, um, <laughs> so, uh, I find Suga's voice very comforting because it's really low and rumbly. And, uh, so he, he, there was this one, someone cut together all his, when he used to review tech, so, like, he would do their album reviews, right? And then, like, he would talk and then, um, or, like, he would, he would review, like, that, um, that machine that makes beats. <laughs> I don't know what those things are called. I don't know. Um, 
yeah, so I used to listen to him talk as a way to like calm my mind down and then I would fall asleep to him talking. But then I stopped because I realized, um, what if I meet sugar one day and what if I've trained my brain to fall asleep listening to his voice? Like how mortifying would it be if, um, if like he started talking and then I started to like fall asleep because my brain had been trained to fall asleep to his voice. So I, I, as soon as I like thought that through, I was like, nope, never going to listen to sugar talk again to put me to sleep. Um, but yeah, again, like I find, but sometimes occasionally I will watch their lives, um, before they have translations and because of the time difference, sometimes it's really early or really late and I, and I'll kind of fall asleep listening to them. (laughs) I don't know if I'm the only one. I don't think I am, but in case I am the only one, it's not weird. It's totally normal. Uh, but yeah, so I think those are just some of the ways that I've found comfort and uh, of course, there's like thirsting after the, like their hot videos or like edits, and um, or when Young decides to post shirtless pictures of himself on Weavers and break it and then delete it, like the thirst trap that he is, um, you know. So those are those are just some of the ways. And then ultimately, that's kind of I feel like they've given me a model of what it is to be, um, or they've given me a model but I think they've given voice to the type of person that I that I have been trying to be anyway and that um, but they've articulated something that I personally feel so with all the things that I make and create like with my writing um, and then even with this content and these YouTube reactions it is mostly just to make people feel less alone and to feel like they're seen and heard or to give voice to the things that you might think secretly or want secretly but don't know how to either express or feel embarrassed about until someone else makes the first move and says and talks about it. So, yeah, I uh, I think that's it for now. Uh, I actually don't even know if this episode was interesting in any way, shape, or form. But I hope that you also can, uh, whether it's BTS or something else, that you can find some comfort uh, during these scary times, and that you stay safe and stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay six feet away from strangers. I hope you have enough toilet paper. I hope you have enough wine, if that's your vice of choice, (laughs) and that uh, your children and your loved ones are safe. So um, if you're listening to me on YouTube, thank you so much. Please like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. And if you're listening on a podcast, um, please like and subscribe. I think that's what you do. And... uh, yeah, and leave a review if, if you are so moved. Um, and I'll see you next time.